We've done it. We're back in a room. We're oh, in a yeah. room. We are in a room. Um, with three mics. With three mics. And funny enough, I shouldn't have this mic by now. I was not going to order it until like this week or so. The reason why I got it early was that I ordered a pair of headphones that I thought was a headset. It was <laughs> just <laughs> headphones. <laughs> so I had to buy a separate mic because it was like a nice pair of headphones. And I was like, I can't just buy a new one now. Now we just need you to get a laptop so I don't have to spend an hour figuring out how uh, to set yeah, up that would be really mic. Great. Yeah, I, I mean, I have a laptop, but it's like, I really... I really put it through it in college because I would just kind of put my backpack down and eventually yeah. it started yeah. making chugging noises when the fan would turn on. See, that's the nice thing about having an, a noise gate. Chris, it's it's re- it's really quite sinister. Yeah. Chris, it, it is getting picked Chris up by my mic right bat And he's doing the thing that you do where you like kind of bounce the like thick end in, in your other hand where you're like, I'm going to get you. But he's just kind of, he's not really looking at anybody. So one, why do you have this bat? Uh, my dad gave it to me to have. Okay, fair enough. Just in, ca- just in case. I like to play a game with this bat. You'd like to play Baseball? a game with this bat. Thought about it. Which is this? This bat says on it. Uh, it says, patent number six million eight hundred sixty-six five hundred ninety-eight. Patent number six million seven hundred fifty-four four hundred nineteen. Patent number five million five hundred ninety-three one hundred fifty-eight. Would you like to guess what each of these patents is for? <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, one of them is for the composite that it's made of, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, it does say high-performance composite design. Okay, sure. So probably, yeah, one could be for a composite that might justify its own patent. I think that one is just going to be for the overall shape of the thing. I, I highly doubt that. But no, I don't necessarily... Because that company wouldn't have it patented. Yeah, but someone else might, and they have, I don't like, know, permissions. It's Easton. I don't know how patents work. It is Easton. Okay. Now, the one thing I don't know about this question I've asked you is... Is it free for me to find this out? It might be. I think if you go to Google Patents, you can find a lot of patents, but I don't know if there's limitations. You see, this Searching is the fun thing patents, about search. being back in the same room, is that if we just find something, that's our intro. Okay, oh, yeah. I can look this up. I found it. The, first of all, the U.S. patent full text and image database, it looks like it has not changed since they first made it on the internet. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, a government site. So, okay, we've got... What, any other ideas? There's this thing called integrated matrix on it. I'm going to well, guess. I don't know what that is. Okay, patent numbers are sequential, right? Sure. Yeah, by, so by the when they were accepted. It's going to be oh. the simplest thing. Okay. Mm. So if, how depending on how far apart they are, we can first think about the complexity of the, like. I feel like one's got to be what this says right here. Carbon nanotube technology. There's got to be something for carbon is nanotube. Is there a Vanta Black in that bat? Definitely <laughs> not. I would love that, though. Just the world's it darkest does, baseball It does bat. say stealth on it. It does, say, it does stealth. say stealth I'm wondering on it if one reason. of them is this plastic tip. That's, that's a good question. Plastic tip on the end of bat, maybe. I'm going to inspect this part, too. I don't see anything on the bottom that... If you want, to, do we want to pass the bat around? This thing is it? lighter. I feel like I was sitting close enough that I. Well, it says on it it's too the light co- for high school play. Mm, it's too so so, light for middle school play then. Yeah. Why did your dad give you this bat? I mean, I that that's just, enough bat to do some damage. I mean, I think you just found it somewhere. Yeah. That's enough bat to protect yourself. That that that, that was why he gave me this bat specifically. I think. I mean, honestly, yeah, if someone ever breaks into this house, you bust out the bat. Um, I have kitchen knives though. He yeah, has two dogs. I do have two dogs. Yeah, which is will, arguably better than the more, kitchen. But knives. it's more of a deterrent than like it, you should expect them. And to And not do as something. much of a deterrent when they're crated. Yeah, that's fair. 
and someone can just grab your PS5 and Switch and all your Switch games. All right, should we look at these patents? Right, Let's I look at these patents. Read one off to me. The number. PS4. Read them me. off to me. Six million and what? Six million eight hundred sixty-six thousand five hundred thirty-eight. All right, let's see what that one is. Seven eight six six five. Oh no, it's five nine eight. You just couldn't read it right. I was about to say, there's no way it's this. This says cable connector assembly with latching means. I oh, it is five nine eight. Yeah, it's just scratched. Let's up. go back to five nine eight. Let's see what this says. Uh, five nine eight ball bat with strain energy optimized barrel. Oh. Strain energy. What is strain energy? A ball bat includes a barrel having a substantially cylindrical outer wall, including a first material located radially outwardly from a neutral axis of the outer wall. Then the I just like the last. I want to. I want to. Uh, the last line of this patent is: This ball bat exhibits excellent durability. I think strain energy basically means the amount of energy it takes to stretch so, things. So uh, reading this more, it's a, it's a description of how the cylindrical walls are constructed towards each other. Okay. The, oh, so that's why we couldn't see it. Okay, it's what's on the, the next inside. one? What's the next one? The next one is 6764419. Okay, let's see what this one is. Uh, composite baseball bat having an interface section in the bat barrel. Mm, interface section. So this is... I know exactly what that means. I'm an engineer. It's where you go to get interfaces, like the one Chris has. It's Have you ever like this is the first time I've read the Best Buy This is the first time I've read patents, and this is all bullshit. Oh, they I think they the, suck. The only time I've read a patent was for the Apple Circular Pizza Box. All right, what's this last patent? <laughs> this I hope this last patent's more fun. None of these have been fun. Five five nine three one five eight. All right, five five what? Nine three. Yep. One five eight. One five eight. Shock attenuating ball bat. Ah, so these are just all... This one's very old. Bat, but different. This patent's really old. Uh, is well, it from the, uh, to the 60s or 70s? No, no, no. It's a 90s patent. Oh, so not... It's old compared to everything this else. This patent is as old as us. All right, let's play one more thing. Yeah, let's just enter a random patent number. <laughs> okay, wait. Are they all seven digits? Cool. Uh, no, there's a bunch of them. 6942042. Sure. Why would you not do 69 again? Oh, six nine four six nine four twenty six nine. There we go. Yeah, what's that patent? Braking system for a wheeled abrading machine. Oh man, you know what? Well, there we go. It's kind of wild because, like, what percentage of these do you think will be funny? Like one percent? I think I'm like realizing one? maybe none of them. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is this is the least well, funny intro we've ever done. No, there's no, no there's no, no patent number four twenty four twenty four twenty. For example, well, not, that's not yet. lame. Well, that's just also going to take a long time. People got to invent. Oh more yeah, shit. 420 million. But yeah, that's way past where we are. Oh, there's no 424. There could 69. be 69. Yeah, that was no, that was yeah, that did come up. Okay. Hmm. What kind of them's the bats? A show about patents. <laughs> God. I searched patents 69 420. It's too old for them to have the text. It's from 1867. <laughs> what is it? A does it even for? say what it's it doesn't. For? It doesn't. It says you must go find. It literally says. Uh, only a physical copy is available for this. For patent. old Jim Stealth adhesive horseshoes. Where it's probably like the yeah, Library of yeah, Congress. Somewhere. We could we could get to DC if we start driving now. We could be there by like seven a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> we could be there in the amount of time it would take me to configure a third mic. Yeah, yeah, probably. This is them's the facts. It's a podcast about fun facts and lying to your friends. I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. We also look up patents. I guess. Yeah. I guess that's a segment on the show. You know. 
we, we've had all these new intros and we've only had like two visits from Mr. Victor Honey Process. No, we don't need any more. I, is he I'm, patenting I'm, the Honey Process? I'm just saying he, he maybe he'll whoa, come back and I just, the Honey Whoa, whoa, I just want you to know that patent number 6969696 is just enhanced herbicide. <laughs> 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 I was hoping you were going to say it's like a dildo. So what patent, you're, so what you're like saying is that outcome. is that patent sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine six is for bushwhacking? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he Dude. found it. He found a joke about patents. <laughs> tell me this. Tell me this doesn't. This sentence. The ratio of herbicide to activity enhancing additives can be from one to ten to twenty to one. Though preferably one to one to twenty one. Maybe most preferably one to one to five to one. <laughs> Yeah, this this uh, the, the jokes are infinite. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless you have any more I funny that numbers. That was kind of funny. That, that was actually really funny. Unless you have any funny numbers. God, whose turn is it? Who's uh, starting? I, I lost it all. Supposed on the to be me. Talk. I think it's supposed to be me because I went last time. I, I'll go right now. Uh, mine is that uh, before Google had Gmail, the domain gmail.com was owned by a bunch of people that wanted to send mail to Garfield. I hate this. What year, what year did Gmail come out? Because I feel like I remember approximately. It's like 04-ish. Or I, I wish you guys could see my fucking face right and now. And that is, Garfield was not only ironic at that point in time. Yeah. I, 2004. So, Garfield isn't only ironic now, to be clear. Yeah, but... Some of us love Garfield. No, but I think his earnest cultural presence was much larger in St. You don't relate to Garfield, you're not an adult yet. That's true. That's true. If you what? Don't relate to Garfield, you're not actually an adult yet. I haven't read a Garfield comic since I was an adult, so I don't know. If you don't... Gabe's a child. Whereas if you don't relate to Heathcliff, you've just never drunk alcohol. True. (laughs) Children love the meat tank. I love Heathcliff so much. (laughs) Man. Children do love the meat tank, though. Yeah, that'll be the next uh, thing we'll do. Is like a uh, podcast about Family Circus, the the newspaper cartoon. <laughs> there should be a podcast that just tries to spend an entire hour talking about a single Heathcliff comment every I, week. I, just just critical analysis of Heathcliff. Yes, I found Heathcrit. Oh, that's pretty good. I found a a critical analysis Family Guy podcast, and obviously they're in on how funny it is. Like they're doing it for the bit, but you know what they called it? What those good old fashioned values. God. I have never listened to it. That's this is neither good. an endorsement nor whatever the opposite of endorsement is. I just know it exists. What is the opposite? Uh, I'm just telling someone to fuck off. I mean, like, like what's the word? I don't know if there's a word that's the. I mean, a pan libel? would be the way you would put it. I don't know. Yeah, pan, like, but that's like casual. Endorsement. Antonym. Antonym. That's the word. It's not like disdorsement. That's fucking crazy. That can't be real. Opposition. Uh, no, I just don't no, know. No, no. All right, we'll ask Miriam. Denouncement, maybe. I denounce. I like that better mm, than opposition. Yeah. Antonyms: refusal, rejection, repudiation. Repudiation. Good. That's the one. Um, denunciation is there. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of sphere is much better. Whatever mm-hmm. those in the word John said. We could keep reading the dictionary. <laughs> we could keep reading the dictionary. Or we could think or about. We could keep reading the Garfield dictionary. See, I just don't. Is there a Garfield dictionary? I feel like they would have uh, just yeah it contains only the words lasagna and Monday. <laughs> I feel like they just would have. I feel like they just would have reached out to Jim Davis. I feel like he was who would then the people who wanted to oh okay email email yeah. people also know? yeah wait so it was Gmail when you say it was a website for people who wanted to email Garfield some that phrasing implies that they may not have been successful. <laughs> well, to be fair, Garfield is a fictional character. Yes, and while they could have emailed. 
Lorenzo Music or Bill Murray. Or, yeah, or just email Jim Davis and been like, Jim Davis, will you pretend to be Garfield? Do it for me. Maybe this was this wasn't an email thing at all. Maybe it was a Garfield roleplay forum. They wanted to email Garfield, but they all had to be Garfield, and it was a communal. You, it was it was like the uh, the fucking uh, leadership system for the villagers in Monty Python. People take turns being Garfield. Yeah, or like on a, um, on a monthly basis. But there's an executive committee of Garfields that can overturn any of their decisions. So like. You know what? What fantasy uh, IP, if if you will, is it where, or is this just kind of a trope where gods only exist if people believe in them, and then if people stop believing in them, they kind of fade out of existence? What American gods, but a bunch of different. Garfield ones. is like that to these people. They have created their own American god, Garfield, <laughs> where they Garfield role play, and that version of Garfield only exists out of their force of will. Isn't that just the plot of the Santa Claus? It is also the plot of okay, Santa Claus. The plot I think you're just thinking of, of Santa Claus. Well, I mean, it's it's American Gods, it's the Santa Claus, it's the Raven Tower, which is That's true. very... I have seen have you read the Raven Tower? I know of it. It's You guys should read the Raven Tower. It's one Tower. of those things I don't know if it's worth reading because I read the Wikipedia. Well, it's a Hamlet retelling, first of all. But I read the Wikipedia. I think he means but you should it's, just like, read it's his it. fault. The style, the style is very good. This, like, the, the, the way it's narrated... The, chef's kiss. Does anybody else still, like, it doesn't matter that you know what it means? Like, when you hear Hamlet, the mental image is, is of a ham. Even though no. you know no, what it first, actually when is. When people say Hamlet, my first mental image is the Lion King. When people say Hamlet, my first mental image is like the Shire. either David Tennant or Oscar Isaac. Because they both and then played, the skull. Hamlet played Hamlet. I, yeah. And the skull. Yeah. Them holding a skull, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me while I break everything in your house. Yeah. Please don't break the skull. I love the skull. Yeah, that's a nice skull. <laughs> um, I, ho- I hope you say that when someone attempts to murder you. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't break the skull. I love, I love the skull. The skull. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, uh, that click hole article. It's like, it's the sponge. You love the sponge. And it's just a picture of SpongeBob. And the text is just like, his wacky antics excite you. And you're happy to see them here on the screen. Oh, man. When click hole hits, it really hits. You love Have you the seen the, the Queen Elizabeth Instagram series with click hole? It's, nope, I don't peruse Clickhole very much, to be honest with you. I feel like she wouldn't be allowed to have an Instagram. Yeah, it's... Not allowed or doesn't want one? Well, Both, she probably. would... Uh, Queen Elizabeth would have an Instagram, but she wouldn't. Well, that's just true of any politician, really. It's kind of generous. Yeah, To call, it's to not call an aristocrat any. a politician. You know what I mean, though. Well, she is a politician. Someone who has she's a... She's poli- not, not really, really anymore, I think but you know what I mean. She's a but, figurehead. But, but her roots... She was a politician in her early years. In her early years, power? maybe. Which now. makes her still one, technically. Well... She still has that mindset. Oh, she... Probably. She has... Actually, arguably, she's been a... She's still been a politician because there was the entire thing where she was hiding money for all her rich friends. Yeah. That sounds real. Um, she's not senile enough to not do that. So. <laughs> maybe it's more like, you know, when some people, they go... When they, when they sort of start to have some cognitive decline, what they do is they tend to retreat into things that are comfortable and familiar. And for rich people, that is hiding money and scamming other people. I do just want to say, I'm really appreciative that on the anniversary of Bourdain's death, which, you know, still still hits me sometimes. It was very nice to see that clip of him in the uh, Newfoundland episode when the, his Canadian buddies say to the Queen, and he says, nah, man, I fucking hate the aristocracy. <laughs> God. I, I like his Waffle House thing. The Waffle House thing. The Waffle is, House monologue is so it's good. It's beautiful. Especially when they with the music they put it with. Yeah. Are we allowed to know what 
what the specifics logistics were of their contact with Garfield. <laughs> because I, just, every time we say it, it gets funnier because you you say contact with Garfield like they were yeah, talking to like contact. like they were talking to a fucking alien. So everybody, like, every God. everybody had visitation rights with Garfield. Yeah, <laughs> everybody got to come and pet. The everybody cat everybody got them. their twice weekly conjugal visit with Garfield. This is with all this talk about Garfield. I just feel the need to recommend that everyone go see goes and watches. I think you should leave for the, oh, Gar- yeah, the Garfield House sketch. It is a good second show. season's coming out soon. It is on a blank. Like this fact is this fact is bullshit. I'm I, sorry. I'm so, gonna say so, it. I, so, so there the is no is, way I, don't I will ever it because I feel like the fact. lack of specifics makes it feel like bullshit. Like the phrasing of like trying to email Garfield. I don't want to metagame that though. Like the raw truth here is I could believe that motherfuckers in like '96 were like, let's make a website because. Also, the internet was so much weirder and full of these little dark corners back then. So I do feel, but at the same time, it's just like, what does that mean? Yeah, just email fucking Jim Davis. This is complete and total bullshit, and I am completely on false for this one. There's, there's no way. Okay, what are you saying, Gabe? <laughs> oh, God. No, I can't believe it. I have to go false. I'm sorry. Well before Google debuted, it's now ubiquitous email service You're 2004. You're fucking shitting me. <laughs> you are fucking shitting oh my me. God. Garfield enthusiasts could access the original Gmail, which was touted as email with catitude at gmail.garfield.com. The earliest snapshot. Wait, so this was official through Garfield? This was official the earliest, Jim Davis shit. The earliest snapshot of the Silent archive is from December 3rd, 1998. While some online services sometimes mistakenly state otherwise, the domain was never fully belonged to the cartoon studio owned by Garfield wait. creator Jim Davis. Hold on. However, wait, 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 wait. The original users of capital G hyphen mail were given the delightful address suffix of at catsrule.garfield.com. Guys. Is that still available? Guys, I think I may have used this service as a child. And forgot until now? Uh, you forgot the yes. The original this, this, just, this has triggered some repressed memories. Well, wait, yeah, no, this is feasible. Because then it switched to at e-garfield.com. That's mm. well, that's a way worse email address. So that's probably why people stopped using it in Google to buy it. Because cat cat's rule at Garfield dot Garfield is <laughs> way better. Gar dot field. Yeah, or dot garf. <laughs> I wonder is dot field an actual. Domain ending address. You want to know a couple of really fun things on this article about the original Gmail being Garfield? Uh, how about uh, the e-Garfield site was shuttered long ago, but it seems the domain now appears to host rather creepy Japanese erotica. Well, also, is Garfield's Gmail destined to be an oddity, barely registering as a footnote in internet history? Well, an attempt by Gizmo to attack contact an at catsrule.garfield.com address did not generate an expected bounce back. What's even stranger is that two emails from a catsrule.garfield.com address appeared twice in Wiki- WikiLeaks Syria files sent from 2010. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Well. Wait, last part. What, imperi- what important thing had taken place in the Garfieldverse that required the attention of the Syrian government planners? Below is some text of the email. Here's what it says. Poison lasagna. Adobe Creative Suite 5 Master Collection. Cheap. OEM software store. Save money. Software sales. 90% off saving. Buy and download. Cheap OEM <laughs> softwares. Cheap. HTTP colon slash slash backnet hyphen side dot ru dot ru. Dot ru. So this was a Russian hacker. This is a Russian hacker trying to hack the department of whatever 
using his E Garfield address. <laughs> fucking incredible. Wow, I really thought y'all would go for that one. I was close because it was it was what got me was the phrasing where you like attempt to talk to Garfield or whatever because I was I don't even know what's happening. It was for them. They could they could use it. They could attempt to send Garfield an email. So they were role playing as Garfield. It was a worse strong bad's email, which mm-hmm. is still the that was the peak of the internet and Garfield nothing has been good since then. Responded to the emails in like a comic. I by doubt way that, of Mr. Davis. Oh man, you better read my email. Go open up my email. Whose turn is it? Uh, I think it's mine. It's games. I just okay. I'm whenever I think about Strongbed or Homestar Runner, I get so immediately nostalgic and also depressed at the same time. It is weird. It's like it, it's like that. Really, this is gonna be oddly depressing for this podcast. But it's like when you have that feeling where it's like when you have like a really really awful week, you're like, I want to go home, and then you realize you're already at home, and you mean you like want to be a child again with <laughs> yes, no responsibilities. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, I want nothing but to wait for the next strong bad email to come yeah. out because I have nothing else in my life that is important. Um, so when's Legendary Frog dropping another Lord of the Rings flash? Yeah, Legendary Frog. That's oh. a good Newgrounds ass name. Honestly. Oh, the uh, you remember that Super Mario Z ones on Newgrounds? The like really really well done flash animation that was like just the people from the Mario IP, but it was just like the plot of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> It was so good. I have a problem where I kind of have a Newgrounds-related fact that I, it wasn't the one I initially brought, but I feel like it would be good for this. But now, if I say it, you'll know it's real because it reminded me of it, which means it's real. So I'm just going to tell you that Soldier Boy got his start on Newgrounds and then do my action. I would have busted that. Yeah, because I know you might know. That's the other thing. I, was a little, a little <laughs> I like, lived on Newgrounds. I know. Don't even try me. Well, this doesn't mean you encountered Soldier Boy. At any rate, um, my fact is this. In... 1858, in the sort of tensions leading up to the French-Austrian War, Austria banned mime performances in an attempt to limit French cultural influence. (laughs) Are mimes actually French? So, I actually went looking for the history of this. After, like, the 1700s, yes, but it goes back to, like, ancient Greece and just kind of caught on in France. I would say it would go back to, like, Greece and Italy, but the modern mime... Is like a French thing. Like why? Why is it French? I think it just got popular there, and mm-hmm. there were there were a few guys who were really good at it. Italy so has Commedia like, dell'arte. France has mimes. Yeah, or it's like how come like only? Okay, well, what does Portugal have? Nothing. They're Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> From what I've heard about Portugal, they have a lot of cigarettes that people smoke. Spain has flamenco. Portugal has nothing. <laughs> Portugal has Magellan, and we all know how that went. Man. Portugal has soccer, right? Aren't they good at that? They have Ronaldo. They put Tilbeis hey. over their A's. That's pretty cool. That basically makes them the best of soccer. No. Whoever has the best guy wins. Did you guys see that Ronaldo cost Coke, like, a few billion bucks? It makes me really love this whole system we've got going on with the money. What, what do you, wait, how did he cost Coke a few billion? He bucks? went. He was at a press conference. For, for they, Euro. For Euro, and they had, like, two Coke bottles on the on the thing, and he just, like, took them and put them out of the camera shot and then like grabbed his water and said agua <laughs> <laughs> and then coke lost stock. five million dollars five billion five billion sorry yeah wait in valuation do you think that he did or did not know before that moment because if you didn't already know that at that moment in your life you would be like i can influence the entire economy. he just thought it was funny probably i think he probably just thought it was I, funny i know but now he's gonna be like if he like hates like chips ahoy he could just be like 
sorry, like walk up to a press conference eating chips, and he'll be like, "Sorry, I got to finish these bad cookies can, that are." Can aren't I just good. say that how you feel about LeBron is like how I feel about Ronaldo? You think he's a bum? I mean, kinda, yeah. I think he's just too comfortable at the top, and he wants everything to be fucking delivered to him. You know? I don't know if I think LeBron is. I, I, mean, I respect like the game. I, I respect the game. I respect his game too. I respect Ronaldo as well. But I also like don't like. Did he yeah, have, I just don't like LeBron. Did he have a lemonade-themed like gum promotion in the 2000s? Because I remember something like that. It definitely would not bode well in his score sprite. with me. Uh, Wait, why not? Sure, I remember I being good. He had a Sprite deal? Now, what I was going to say with the Coke thing is it makes me think of um, you can find like these uh, compilations of uh, Clay Thompson showing up to... Uh, press conferences when there's Gatorade on there and he always just like he'll like smack it because he's sponsored by chocolate milk so when he sees like Gatorade actually, on him, he'll be like get that get that out of here and he'll be like, like I, I do like chocolate, chocolate milk better than I like Gatorade <laughs> what's weird is like Gatorade tastes kind of good to the point where there are days where like I will just it's rare like only a couple times a year I'll just like want a Gatorade and it's not like oh I'm sick and I need like electrolytes like I just want it I feel like I prefer Powerade now but sometimes you want Gatorade specifically Gatorade has better flavors Powerade does not have the aftertaste yeah and that's the yeah. aftertaste is what when i'm sick i don't want an aftertaste and that's when i'm drinking these things when i'm sick of course yeah the last time it was weird the last time i was like i'm sick and i need a gatorade it was like the the side effects from like the covid vaccine and i was like will it do anything <laughs> i just didn't know like i just get figured, that get that placebo effect. yeah i figured i'd just go for it all right gabe what's your fact i already did it what are you talking Wait, about? I did already do it. Did I get so distracted that I forgot the fact I did? It's that Austria banned mimes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. To limit the influence of I got French culture. So Listen, this does I seem forgot. like something that an entrenched bureaucratic aristocracy like the one that was running Austria at the time would do. They were like the last sign of the Habsburgs. The thing you just said reminded me of how in our giant group chat the other day, I said something about the Western culture wouldn't accept something, and someone was like, why'd you say that? And I said, I just wanted to sound like John for a second. <laughs> I didn't see this. What was this incident? I don't remember what it was in regards to, but I just... Oh, it was in regards to the number zero. I said the West just didn't accept zero as a thing for a long time. I was like, I was talking to John the other night, and he was like, I don't think you've... It came up that I was like, I don't think I've ever seen John like really particularly, truly angry at anything. And I was like, the only time I've seen John impress, it, it's, uh, express anger, it's not at people. It's at a concept, like colonialism <laughs> or something. <laughs> Or, like, making, making a particular food really wrong. <laughs> and then and something in film was the other thing that you Yes, <laughs> but I don't know. It's weird because, like, I don't know enough about film to, like, know what, like, a hot take would be. One time I got mad when someone called gravity pretent pretentious because I was like, you're mixing up style and pretension. Alfonso Cuarón was the one who pioneered these styles. That doesn't make it like he's putting on airs. He's just making things in his style. And I was, I was pissed. I thought of something. Whenever someone badmouths Corona, I get pissed generally. I thought of something today that made me think if I had said it out loud while you're in the room, you would have gotten mad at me. Okay. Right before I came here. Right. I, I was, I was like doing something, but I had the TV on and it was playing 300 Rise of an Empire. And as it was going, I was like, this movie just looks bad. Like, it just looks bad. Then I looked it up, and it was like, oh, they want it to make it look like the comics. But, like, it just looks... It looks like what I would and do if I didn't I know how to color correct for the first time. 
I didn't. I don't know. I thought I mean, you liked Zack Snyder. I I don't like the way three hundred the original movie looks. And if they tried to make it look like that in three hundred Rise of an Empire, I would have been mad. At well, too. all of three hundred has a color profile put on top of the whole movie. Well, yeah, yeah. that's what Zack Snyder. Has anyone does. ever picked the low hanging fruit that is a three hundred parody called four twenty? Hmm. Just just kind of throw. It's not like a great idea, but it's such low hanging fruit. I just thought maybe while it was on my mind, I just don't know. I don't think it gets me there. I mean, I did watch the 300 par- parody called This is Sparta because I was in a freshman in high school. Like, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> maybe, maybe like, because that would be the thing. The whole joke would just be that all the soldiers are smoking weed. Like, it wouldn't be a funny joke. Well, they'd be stabbing the Persians with giant blunts. Yeah. Oh, sharp. They'd have a blunt sharpener. Mm-hmm. Mm. The shields would be... Ashtrays? I don't know. Yeah, like, there's no good, like... It's, it's 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 not easy to get there. No, there's no good joke. It's I almost guess. as if it's a bad concept. It, yeah. well, it is a bad concept. It's just so low hanging. It's like uh I don't know. A fucking Garfield email address. I don't know if it's low hanging. You just said like there's a movie with a title that's all numbers, so we'll just replace it with the number four twenty. Well it's, it's the like, same number. No, it's the same number of, no, the same number of digits. Well I'm I'm gonna take the acclaimed seven with Morgan Freeman and yeah, Kevin Spacey. No, it's sixty nine. No, no, it has to be a one digit number. Like you could do eight. Like, you couldn't do, for example, well, I was going to you couldn't do Oceans, like, five, but they've done single and double digit with I this. argue since, uh, well, first of all, obviously, there needs to be a movie called The 69th Sense. Anyway, yes. moving on <laughs> moving on from that. It's, you know, since seven is stylized, S-E-7-E-N, you could do S-I-X-T-Y-69. And the, si- but the, the number is a nine. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I think you can get away with it. I've never seen that that seven movie. It's pretty good. I don't want to watch it though. You kind of have to get over the fact that at one point Kevin Spacey shows up on your screen, but yeah, but like that's one of those things that I know when I see him, my immediate thought is I have to get over the fact that he's here. Like it's not a very it's it's one of those you're things. You're like, this. Point. I don't think I've watched Baby Driver since uh, since it all went down. I is would he still in that? he is. In I that. would still absolutely watch it again. But like it's a good movie. It's a great movie. But like I would just like have to ignore Kevin Spacey. I did see this video. Uh, the other day, that was uh, a guy got his buddy that hates Kevin Spacey to watch Seven with him, but didn't mention anything. And so when like Kevin Spacey finally comes on, the other dude is like gets stupid mad and leaves the house. <laughs> like, okay. I haven't actually seen Seven. I need to watch it some. Mimes, band. What year was this? Eighteen fifty eight. Eighteen fifty nine. Uh, eight. Yeah. Hmm. I I believe that Mimes may have been banned as a broader banning of French culture. Or maybe just because they're really annoying. That, that too. I've never seen a mime. Is that true? I assume they're the opposite of annoying because they don't make any noise. I think it just depends. Mimes exist to fuck with their audience. Yeah, so... It's like Cirque du Soleil, but on a one-to-one scale. Never seen it. All I, I know is they make big tents and they do stuff in them. All circuses <laughs> make big tents. But the Cirque du Soleil tents are really big. I mean, they're about as big as normal circus tents. I don't know. I haven't been in the circus in a long time. Me neither. Like, can you even go to the circus anymore? You can. I have as kind of crazy. I feel like the mo- I have as recently as maybe like fifteen years ago, but I don't know about now. I mean, I've been to. I went to Cirque du Soleil. I want to say about fifteen years ago, and I would say Cirque du Soleil. I mean, isn't Cirque du Soleil just like circus? the wonders of the human body doing things, like acrobatics, but also like. like I mean, if the circus doesn't have if the circus doesn't too. have music, what's the point? Flashback well, but to I'm John saying I'm saying like trapeze artist to Derube I saw this Stark. when I was in like eighth grade, and I was like, <laughs> guitarist sounds kind of like Joe Satriani. 
<laughs> I mean, that is what me, being in eighth grade is like. You know what? We're not going to make it go. No! It has convinced me to go. I don't like the Weedly Weedlies. <laughs> not a fan of Ingvy Malmsteen? Yeah. <laughs> not a fan of, uh, what does Weedle evolve into? Uh, not good. Not a good joke. I, yeah, but I didn't remember, so I needed your help to make the magic. I, That's I, fair. I believe this under the context that I laid out. Under the context you said. Which, okay. which, uh, which um, I think... French. I think would be a fair, like, that would count. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to go false. That's where I'm at. All right, you ready? Yes. This is false, actually. Yes. Okay. Um, I will say this. Um, I did I have to Google what year France got into a war with a country post the popularity of mimes, but <laughs> also that is close enough to France geographically that culture would have been an issue. So, like, for example, like, there was like a French Algerian war, but I don't think the Algerians would have been like, "Oh, mimes are going to bring the culture in." You know? Yeah, and the French Algerian war had a lot more to do with France being Probably like colonialism. Yes, than... you should watch the Battle of Algiers. It's a where great is Algeria? Movie. And it's also where is Algeria? I just had to look at a map. Don't get off. Hop off, dude. It's in Africa. Well, I know that much. But oh, like, I, I, I was, I'm talking coast. literally like, where on Africa is it? That's what I was trying yeah. to remember. I got it now. Oh, wow, Algeria is really big. For real, I highly recommend watching the Battle of Algiers, though. Just is that a movie? Freaking great movie. It's a classic. And and this is point. I don't know if this is points for it or against it. Points. Well, I, I would say points for it because it's like Ital it's like Italian realism, like mixed with like third world film aesthetics, and it's. It was considered so realistic that before the Battle of Iraq, the Pentagon did show it to people to train them for like urban insurgent combat. Whenever I hear that about a movie, it's like before the invasion holy of Iraq. Shit. Yeah. Okay, where it's like they use it as a real training exercise for somebody who does that thing. Whenever I look up stuff about other countries, it blows my mind. What do you mean? Just like you're like there's a whole other place out Algeria there. Algeria is a quarter the size of the US, but they have two hundred and eighty nine point seven million less people than we do. Wow. So like they have Well hold on, you gave a percentage and then an absolute number. They have, they're a quarter of the size of the US. Like yeah. physically. Like physically. Yeah. So they're like the size of let's say like the entire West Coast. But isn't the population number you gave also a quarter of the US's population? If no. Is the US like fewer, 400 we have million? We have like we're at the time of them doing this it was 332.6 million in the US. Okay. Okay, so they have like Maybe 40 million. Oh, okay. They okay. have, like, less than 10% of our yeah. population. They have, like, a lower population than, like, to I don't know, three southern states. To be fair, we have a lot of urban, dense urban centers. Still, I'm just saying. You mean Texas? Texas. Texas population, let's find out. In fact, though. Um, Texas population briefly... is 29 million. I was close. We are going to briefly go to Texas. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. If we're gonna pay. let's go get some brisket. <laughs> I, I can't that. eat brisket. I would. Love I can get brisket. That's kind of selfish. I but, but like we can get you some like good fish tacos or something. So I have been reading a lot of books this year. And I'm always looking for a good way to find a good deal on a book. Maybe I want it used, or maybe I'm looking for a book that's kind of out of print right now. And, you know, I don't want to go through maybe some of the big companies because, you know, we, we know there are issues there. A good way to do the opposite would be to go to Abe Books. Abe Books is an online marketplace 
that lists millions of new, used, rare, and out-of-print books and other collectible items. So they connect you with thousands of professional booksellers in more than 50 countries worldwide. So if you want to check it out, you can go to affiliates.abebooks.com slash ppn. That's A-F-F-I-L-I-A-T-E-S dot A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S dot com slash ppn. Hi, I'm Brittany, and I have a bachelor's degree in film and television. And I'm Jessica, and I have a bachelor's degree in equine studies. What would happen if we put our heads together? We would come up with the new best worst horse movie. Like a movie where a horse is the best hard-boiled detective the city has ever seen. Or a movie where horses are fighting in the front lines in a space war. We're doing just that here at Colt Classics, a new show on the Pocket Podcast Network. Join us every other Monday for Good Horses, Bad Plots, and all the bad horse movies you never knew you needed in your life. Is it a fish? Eel's a fish. Is, Is it a, a fish? straight fucking lie? Eel's a fish. Yeah, okay. It's a fin fish. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. I don't like this picture. It looks like one eel's trying to eat the other one. Oh, no. That could happen, probably. Eels are kind of funny. It it just we don't know like, what eels do in the bedroom. I mean, it would be like putting, you know when you put your sock in the other sock to keep them together? I want to I take an eel and wear it like a scarf. I'd so something I saw recently, I saw footage of an eel hunting by getting on land and slithering around of a moray eel. That's so. a little creepy. I'm afraid of animals that are smart. <laughs> including, <laughs> including people. It's like how I, I mean, this is like in the vein of how I think that people are a type of monkey. Like it's just objectively we are, we have to acknowledge that. And so I think that we should have a, we should establish a Congress of the apes where like, there's like one person and like one gorilla and like one bonobo, a chimp. Yeah. The bonobo would kind of be a problem. I feel like, is there not really, um, good at not trying to have sex with things, but all the other monkeys would be cool. Except I've heard chimps can get aggressive. All, all apes can get aggressive. Case is point, smart humans. enough not to accept against each other or whatever, like in whole organized wars. I just, I was looking at a bunch of eel-related things, and I just saw someone that asked the question, "What happens if you electrocute an electric eel?" <laughs> well, I mean, fifty percent resistance, obviously. Now we're talking about eels, and I just want to watch Frasier. That's fair. They're eels. There's, there's an episode in particular. Maybe oh, it's up there in list of all time episodes of television. And keepers, maybe one of the best episodes of TV ever. It's made. so good. It's maybe I'll play it for you. Oh, do you have a fact? I do have a fact. Let's go. Okay, let's do it. I might get busted on this, so I have a backup. But it's okay, we'll see. We'll see. There is Hannibal fan art hanging in the U.S. Capitol. NBC Hannibal. It is a cubist depiction of... What Matt. is it? Is it because AOC loves it a bunch? No. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Actually, actually, does this count people's offices? That's a good point. Yeah, this, is, this is in someone's office. This Ooh. is in someone's office, yes. But it is in the Capitol, the U.S. Capitol building. It is hanging in the office of a congressperson. So you're telling me it survived the insurrection? <laughs> you can't. It wasn't up before the insurrection, but it's a cubist depiction of Mads Mikkelsen and Will Graham's They're characters. They're showing on facts. <laughs> it's a cubist description. It's a cubist Hannibal, huh? Cubist um, Hannibal fan art. See, the, the thing I'm excited for is that if this is true, we get to know who <laughs> has it. I, I feel like it's going to be like some actual really old senator. Yeah, it's going to be the Chuck Grassley. <laughs> it's going to be Mansion, of course. Man, Joe Mansion. 
Joe Manson, Joe Manson's gonna be like, I bought this because I was told it was made out of coal. Yeah. <laughs> it was made out of bipartisan coal. <laughs> yeah. One of these characters is a Republican and one is a Democrat. See this, see this. Much like the serial killer Hannibal works with the detective, I, a Democrat, must work with the Republican. Is that the plot of Hannibal? I've never seen the show. <laughs> we got too political. All right. Cubist we, That was Hannibal. maybe the least political yeah, we've gotten I, on this fucking show. I generally show. try not to venture too far in that direction, but I never stopped you guys, honestly. I will, I I mean, will I, say, I, 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 I listened to the show swap from last year, and at one point, Brittany does say... They they just started talking about video games, and at one point Brittany did just say, "You know, you guys can talk about video games. They talk about politics all the time. <laughs> so fair. we are known as the political show on the I, network." I don't know if I like that. <laughs> and I can rip on Joe Manchin for like another two hours if we want, but I don't really feel like it. Bonus, save it for the bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> A bonus only Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin facts. roast. Yeah, just. just there should be a podcast dedicated to just shitting on every senator one by one, and like it's called yeah, it's there. It is yeah. Oh, okay. Called Pod Save America. Anyway, <laughs> man, um, I feel like there wouldn't be. There's definitely not like too many rules about what they can hang in their offices because Bernie Sanders like has a sword in there, like and has had it there for a long time. So if you can have a sword in your office, you can have any painting you want. Yeah, it's, it's the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it's the it's Rust, an energy it's sword. Rose Buster Sword. It's his energy sword. Yeah, but he's that's why it stays in his office, because he can only take it out on Energy Sword Sunday. And he needs a <laughs> good storage spot. Hmm. I mean... I Can I say something that came in my head that's, like, wholly inappropriate, but I really want to say it now that's in my head. Go for it. Look, I was gonna if, say, if someone has to edit it, it's I feel you, like so. you can have anything. Like, I feel like if you can have anything, then I feel like Joe Biden has some, like, Amtrak smut in his <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the Dragon's fucking car subreddit. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 a, it's a Chuck Tingle novel is what it is. <laughs> Pounded in the butt by the U.S. Pacific Surfliner. It's like, there, what if there's, like, this huge, like, like, the next big political scandal is they just find that, like, Joe Biden just has a bunch of, like, fanfic that's just random things happening on Amtrak's. <laughs> his, his old Senate office, it turns out someone goes in there and it's just been converted into, like, an old rail car, but it's just covered in, like, <laughs> gross fluids of his. Star Trek original series, yeah. Amtrak AU. <laughs> the trouble with train tracks. Condu yeah, Conductor <laughs> Kirk and so forth. Uh... It makes me wonder if there would be a way, like if there if there's a thing that says what each senator's favorite artist is, and if so, did you? <clears throat> sorry, did you guys see? Speaking of the New York mayor's race is happening right now. Yeah. Did you guys see the video where everyone got asked what their favorite New York movie was? Oh no. Oh yes. I'm not looking forward to that. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Did they all say Goodfellas? One of them said Goodfellas. One of them said Taxi. You talking to me? It's like, oh, you mean Taxi Driver? Yeah, Taxi Driver. Great movie. Great line. Oh, God. Um, Andrew Yang says, oh, I'm going to date myself. One Harry Met Sally. And it's like, <laughs> not even the... <laughs> come on. Oh, uh, you know, okay. When did that come out? The 90s. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. What the fuck? To be fair, the 90s, I mean, it's... It's just so funny. Almost 30. To be old enough to remember it coming out for it to be your favorite movie. I can Yang's see it. entire freaking campaign has been so 
funny and sad. I remember a movie coming out in the 90s. Not coming out, but I I saw it in theaters, which means it must have been new. I remember Life. Mulan. And A Bug's Life, yeah. Yeah, in like 98, I think I saw that in theaters. I don't think I saw either of those in theaters. I mean, the first movie I remember seeing in theaters is the stupid Polar Express. I don't even know. Because you couldn't see the Santa Claus. No, because my mom wouldn't let me see the Santa Claus, so I, I had to. She Santa said, Claus 2. Oh, was it actually? Jeez. And I wasn't 13 yet. Yeah, I mean. Even though all the rest of the cousins got to go see it. Santa Claus. I had to go see the Polar Man, Express. We, how, we've talked about this. I can before. tell how pissed you were at the time. It's probably the pit, most pivotal moment of my childhood. <laughs> Not getting to see the. I could trade that my life goes a void blank where nothing mattered, and then that happened, and then I've been like messed up. Since All of then. your memories begin. <laughs> yeah, my memories begin at Polar Express. Yeah, you got off the Polar Express, and everything. Oh was, boy, it, the destination was different than where you had left. <laughs> That's how destinations work. Well, I, I just said, I think I just said the, the place you arrived at was different. And the mental image I was going for was you went into the movie theater. And then after the Polar Express had ended, you left into a physically different place. Is there the Hannibal, is there cubist Hannibal fan art? I just want to say, Gabe did the train version of the, how strange is it to be anything at all? <laughs> yeah. God. How God. quaint. How quaint I got on this train and now I'm somewhere else. I do genuinely like that song, yeah, unfortunately. To the point where like the nope. guy we know who has that line tattooed, I feel like we all decided it just wasn't good to make fun of it eventually. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I'll lay into it. You'll lay into it. I mean, I... I, I think just, it's a good album. I th- Solid oh, oh, album. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Terrible. Um, it's not terrible. Chris, you only like... I can't say that because it's not true. I was about to say, you can't. Yeah. can't. Sweetener was one of your favorite albums of last year. That Sweetener is already in my top. Years. I think it's in my top 10 all played albums of all time on Last FM already. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't no, know that. sorry, not Sweetener. Positions. Is, positions. Though. That's the one I was thinking. Sweetener is real good too, though, but positions. Positions. For reasons. So here's the other thing about this fact, right? Think about how many people there are in Congress. One of them's got to have something weird. There's like over. This is over 400 people we're talking. Four, over 500. I'm just kidding. No, wait. 435, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I no, you're right. It's 435, not 535. So, yeah. This is a lot of people, though. No, no, it's 535. There are 435 in the house. Oh, right. I got the amount of... I got the 300 from the third generation of Pokemon, which is when I knew <laughs> how many Pokemon there were. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Zigzagoon is a congressperson. <laughs> I, 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 the thing is, if I don't believe this, I believe... Without it even being asked of me, that someone has something this weird there. But is that the worst? I wonder if that's the worst one. That's what I would wonder. I feel like there's probably something worse than Hannibal. Well, art. Jeb Bush has that gun with his name on it. That's like probably worse in some sense. I don't know. I kind of get that. I guess I get that. I was thinking like, like what's the over under that AOC has a League of Legends fan art in her office? Uh, I don't think it's very likely. Yeah, because just because like. I don't know. It's not a physical copy. Also, maybe maybe like a laptop background. I played that yeah. game on and off for a decade, and I have no physical merch of it. I, at least not anymore. Yeah, but you're not a congressperson who tweets about getting silver. Yeah, if I was in... This is not a rag on that, because I think it's actually awesome. Yeah, especially... But. I know I know that's like maybe not necessarily true, but I have to imagine you don't have a lot of time when you're in Congress. I believe that if we all work together, AOC can be the first gamer president. <laughs> I... It's really not that unlikely. <laughs> Um, you be the first gamer. She's not gonna be the first player. We got Joe Biden. Okay, I can't do it. 
I thought you were going to say because the first gamer president is like Obama or something. He plays like shit on his phone, which he probably does. I, um, Blackberry games. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he plays games. fucking Breakout on his phone. Um, or like the, the like things that all are just like grease skins of that old snake game. Um, um, I will say Brew. Me too, actually. Yeah, this is entirely true. Who is it? Who is it? Name Representative names. Andy Kim of New Jersey, who held a contest for his local teenagers to submit art and picked it not knowing the contest context. Oh, that's even better, actually. Just, oh, man. If you, you could just Google Hannibal Capital, and I, the first result will be a New I'm York Times article. I'm kind of curious, article. since I grew up in New Jersey, where this guy's district. I don't believe it's where I grew up. Mm-hmm. To the untrained eye, the cubist artwork painted by Kathleen Palmer, a senior at Shawnee High School in New Jersey, would appear to show two men looking at each other. One is writing in a notebook. The other has antlers. <laughs> Hell yeah. The other has antlers. Yeah. I, I don't want to unplug our mic, so I can't turn this thing around. I can move my head and not talk on. I'll just imagine it. This, this is pretty good. Folks. I'll look it up. This should, well, even easier. Hannibal John, this should art. be the thing on the Twitter this week. Yeah, if only I hadn't forgotten the password to the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you not have forgot your password button? It goes to Chris's email. And Honestly, this is this is pretty well done. Like, you can tell who this is on the right. You can tell yeah, it's Yeah, it's very clearly Matt's Mickelson. Yeah, I can't, yeah, thank you. I can never remember his name. I, whenever I think about, I think about the fact that once I clicked forgot your password on something, but... It was actually my my MapleStory account as a child. I clicked, forgot your password, reset my password, and then I realized I did not know the answer to my security questions because you also had to put in what you said your name was, and I put a fake name when I was 11, and I thought it was Bob the Builder, but it wasn't. So I had to memorize the auto-generated password, and now it's such a secure password because it's all messed that I still use it. God, I just want to say this this paragraph from the New York Times. The U.S. Capitol is an unusually high-profile split space to display fan art, which is typically a labor of love. The art form is often long on passion, but short on recognition, outside of generally self-contained fan communities. It's like, no, oh, oh, here we go. Sometimes the artwork is done in tribute, dot, dot, dot. A common form that takes appears in shipping. <laughs> is this a New York Times article? This is the New York Times article. Hell yeah. Love that. In which two characters are imagined in a romantic relationship or an audience supports them being together. In parent- There's a parenthetical. The term slash is used for same-sex relationships and slash fic for art and writing that places them together. Jesus. This is... Oh, they, they talk about Hanagram. Oh, that's fun. This is fun. They really are... They just have to explain, like, fandom to the New York Times viewership or readership because ostensibly yep. people who get it in paper are, like, 70. And you're like, yeah, we used to ship, like, fucking Charlie Chaplin and, like, whoever. We can do a listener fact, but we, we still are mainly running on these Pokemon. Not the end of the world. I, listen, you know what you could do let's also? Let's get like, as much cross-promo for Pokemakers as we can. Yeah, or, or if you really feel, like, if you really want the variety, you could just, like, shuffle the order, but, like, every other time we'll end up doing, like, a Pokemon no, I'm just saying we only have the Pokemon ones. Well, right we need now. to get oh. some new ones in there. That's what I'm saying. And that's fine. So go to abolishunits.com, submit us some shit. Yes, I think that's the suggestion. Is we're going to ask everyone now to go to abolishunits.com or to the Pocket Podcast website and submit more. And in the meantime, you got a Pokemon one, I guess. Try to find which one of these is more fun. Mew was the first Pokemon to have its trademark granted which was done even before Pocket Monsters. It was submitted for application on May 9th, 1990, and granted on March 31st, 1994. Hmm. Patent? 
trademark. 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 Does this imply every Pokemon is trademarked individually? Because there are how many now? Like seven hundred, eight hundred? Six nine. Something. I mean, honestly, six ninety is not a bad guess. How many Pokemon are there? I used to know the number, but there's just been so many. Eight hundred and ninety-eight. Yeah. Ooh. After that's uh, too many Pokemon. We're pro- we're gonna hit a thousand soon, aren't we? Because it's only gonna take like one more game. That's kind of crazy. Um, because if there, it's just that it's so wild for me to get behind the notion that like Zigzagoon TM. Stunfist, that's actually TM. a good question, though. Are well, let's look that up after we decide on this one. All I think. Pokemon. Because I'm not I, I hitting just enter. I'm not hitting it. I just don't know that it makes sense that Mew would have been the first one designed and trade trademarked. You know, uh, maybe it does though. It's tough. It one thing that does jump out to me is that they come early in the. It's just a fucking pink cat. But also, Mew's not even like the mascot of, of, not, of, of any of the games. But it's like the legendary mascot. I don't think I Pikachu was a. Well, I don't no, think Pikachu no, was originally no, played. But I'm saying that, like, that either, they there were mascots on Red and Blue. You had you had Blastoise and you had Charizard. They were the mascots yeah, on the for covers huh? on the covers. But but I do feel like maybe even Mew was depicted in a lot of art. Like it's not that out of the question. Maybe like they or maybe like they trade. Ah, well, but the, wasn't the first Pokemon movie Mew? Based. Yes. It was Mewtwo based. Mew and Mewtwo. That could have something to do with it. But there. that was in the... This w- This is purporting that it was in 1990. Yeah, and that, that movie came out in like 97. Like it's not the only other thing, close. The other thing I know is that in the, the Pokemon Adventures manga, which is partly made with Satoshi, that Mew is a big focus of it in the beginning of it. Okay, that makes sense then. Because I feel like there was the manga before there was the uh, TV show, right? I don't remember the order, to be honest. Mm. The manga is not like the TV show, though. I'm, I'm going to go true, but with the reservation of, I only believe this if it's true that you have to tra- like trademark each individual Pokemon. If, if, or like a few at the beginning or something. But if it's where like, it's just they only ever trademarked Mew and no other Pokemon is trademarked individually, I would not believe that. Because Pikachu I mean, is more of a mascot these days. I don't know if every Pokemon is trademarked, but... That would be an interesting question on whether they have to trademark everything. I feel like it would be way easier for them now than it used to be, too. Because, like, could I, like, let's say I was, like, a game developer, right? Could I name my character Poliwhirl? Probably not. Probably not. Unless. Unless. You were to name him Paul E. e. Whirl. Paul Edgar Whirl. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I see. All right, what are we thinking here? I, I'm just going to go true, if, all, all told. I think true. I think with with that manga evidence, I'm going to go true. I'll probably go true. I think it makes sense. And it is true. Hey. Ironically, Mew was the last Pokemon actually created for the games, which is why it wasn't actually obtainable. Yeah. Huh. 151. Our our favorite uh, drink in college. That's kind of interesting. Oh, Christ. Yeah, that was really odd. I'm very glad. I have distinct memories of having coffee and 151. I am very glad Again. I never got on Sounds the 151 bad. train. Oh, for me, I was because because for me I was like high proof alcohol. I'm gonna just get cracking, you know. I like cracking. I do. Um, Pokemon Company has not trademarked the name for any products or services. Instead, they have a copyright only on character and images. So you could name your company Dragonite. That would be a good name for a company. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe, but also this is within the U.S. So let's let's consider outside of the U.S. That also maybe like maybe Japan all the maybe own. all the Pokemon that were it appeared in the game were covered by copyright, and that's why they had to trademark Mew separately. Because you can't get Mew in Pokemon Red and Blue, yeah, without the fucking event that they, I'm pretty sure, never did, or did like one time. Listen, either way, I think we are ready to get ourselves traded and marked out of this podcast. That was know. that was so bad. It was terrible. I was that trying was to so do bad. something. I feel like it would have been good, except for the part where now we have to do our real outro still. So it would have been good, except for the part where it just wasn't. It wasn't eh, good. Fine, fine. It wasn't I'm good at all. Generous. We're a part of the Pocket Podcast Network. Yeah, other shows on the Pocket Podcast Network include Pokemakers, Sorted, Bolt Classics. The, Green... pro- the problem is that statistically... The more of them you say, the less likely the first one that's going to come to my head next is going to be unsaid. <laughs> Green Mountain Mysteries. There. There you go. That's basically all of them, right? Yeah. M- we'll do it. Most of them. Most of them. It's a lot of them. Yeah. And you can find all of those at pocketpodcastnetwork.com. And that's also where you can navigate yourself to our form to submit facts for us. That's, um, that's the other way besides the abolish units thing. It's just a redirect, but we still think it's funny. Yes. Um, the intro and outro music of our show is Never Far by James Hunter USA, now going by the name New Weirdos, formerly having gone as the name Supreme Oral Emperors. <laughs> I love that bit now that we're doing it like that. Every <laughs> all time. of them are good. All, 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 all good music. Yeah, all, all good music, good. all good James. Uh, definitely check all three of those names out on Spotify. Find, uh, I don't know if the Supreme Oral Emperor stuff is on Spotify, but... Uh, that's true. Certainly find it on Bandcamp. Yeah. Or maybe if you go around and... Look at the Bandcamp page. Um, On whatever uh, your podcast place of choices, um, make sure you subscribe to us. If you use Apple Music, or even if you don't, or I guess it's Apple Podcasts. I don't know. I don't use it. Anyway, perfect. Perfect. Me neither. I don't perfect. use it either. A perfect D- download point. iTunes once. Yeah. Just just okay. to review us and whatever other podcasts you listen to. And then it helps delete it. Podcasts. And then delete it. Yeah, honestly, probably. Never touch it again. <laughs> I have a Mac and it always opens iTunes and then I I have the same reaction to when my laptop opens iTunes that I do when I see like a cockroach inside my house. You just immediately <laughs> smash that close button? And, yeah, and then I then I think I need to burn the entire place to the ground. Make a starter <laughs> script just like close iTunes. Open yeah, I guess. Spotify. I don't know. I hate iTunes so much. Yeah. Uh I do also hate iTunes, but I have to say I think that's I think that's all for this week from us, right? So yeah do, yeah, do we have anything else we, like, pressingly need to mention right here? I feel like we should mention something. There's got to be something to talk about. There's literally nothing. You're making a face like there's something. I mean, You're just thinking I'm going to be gone, but I'm actually not. I mean, maybe. Oh. Maybe I just feel like we should be promoing ourselves more. Maybe. I, I don't mean, know how we're going to... Listen to a fuse and organ machines. Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, listen to Chris's music. Go sure, on. why not? That's, that is on Spotify, so... It's everywhere. It's on Deezer. <laughs> actually, I'm Every not over time. the fact that it actually is on Deezer and you on got Deezer. money from it. <laughs> All right. But All until right. next time, I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. This has been Them's the Facts. Don't believe everything you hear. Good podcast network. Quality programming right to